It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and it is great to be with you for the first time in a while. I'm on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Reds. Subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. We are packed today, packed, stacked, and back. You're going to hear from Marty Brenneman on today's show. You're going to hear from Reds General Manager Dick Williams on today's show. As the Reds just have four games left in the 2018 season, they play the Kansas City Royals tonight at Great American Ballpark. And and I got to be honest, we're not going to be talking much about the on-field product today. I hope that's all right. I hope it's okay that we don't talk about that. It's Reds, Royals, um, and we'll preview it real quick here. Cody Reed on the mound. It'll be interesting to see how he does. The Reds come in 66-92 and on the year. They've lost four straight. They lost yesterday to Kansas City. Kansas City's dreadful, even worse than the Reds. They have 55 wins going into tonight, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how the the rest of the year plays out. If you listen to this at all, uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, the one thing I've been monitoring, keeping tabs on, is the NL batting title, Scooter Jeanette is slipping. His average is 315. Meanwhile, Christian Yelich batting a whopping 321. So it looks like Scooter, four games to go. He has a chance, but he's going to have to make a run for it shortly if he's going to have enough of a chance to bring home a, a National League batting t- title. He'd be the first Red to do it since Pete Rose did it in 1973. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. And let's dive into the offseason. I think you're looking forward to that. I'm certainly looking forward to that. And the news yesterday was what Dick Williams said about Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin will not interview for the Reds' managerial position. In fact, it was a decision Barry made. Here's Dick Williams on the Reds' pregame show yesterday. That's right, Barry. It's not the right time yet for Barry, um, and uh, that really came from him for a number of reasons. Um, I I think he's in a great position helping this uh, organization move forward. He is 
one of our best instructors in the minor leagues. He's very passionate about what's going on, and he wants to continue to make a difference. He wants to grow his role if he can. And so he and I talked about ways that he can continue to to grow and expand in, in terms of improving our organization. Um, I also think that uh, managing will continue to be a long-term goal of his, um, and we'll support that. And to the extent we can help him um, develop towards that goal, I think uh, that would be in, in both of our interests. Uh, but, yeah, after having a, a not really nice talk with him recently, um, you know, we both uh, agreed that um, – you know, that now wasn't the right time for him to be a candidate. To me, this is very obvious. This is very clear cut why Barry Larkin did this. The Reds are 66 and 92. They have huge issues at starting pitching. They're starting, their, their pitching issues are tremendous. They're awful. I mean, they're awful, awful, awful. They come in with a 4.65 earned run average. That's the worst in their division, 14th in the National League. They, they're just nowhere near competing in the National League right now, in the National League Central right now. So Barry, to me, that's what this is. This is Barry saying, <laughs> I want to manage the Reds one day, but not right now. Um, and Marty Brenneman, who was on with Scott Sloan on 700 WLW, said just that. He expects Mar- uh, Barry Larkin to manage, but uh, it certainly won't be next season. If I were a betting man, I'd bet that one day Barry Larkin will manage this club, but I think he needs to to. Uh, school himself and, and, and be schooled and and how it is to, on a day-to-day basis over the course of a professional season, manage a club before he gets to this level. That's interesting. Marty's Marty's money is on Barry managing the Reds at some point. That, to me, means Jim Riggleman is going to be the guy, right? I mean, it, why would you hire, and you're not going to hire any of these external candidates, um, even though Dick Williams, or internal candidates, like Billy Hatcher's not going to be the next Reds manager. We know that, right? Um, But it it will be interesting to see how they handle the external candidates. Because if you go out and you get, say, who? Uh, Joe Girardi. Well, then, let's be honest. Then, if that happens, then Barry Larkin out the window. You're, You're managing for the now. I don't think the Reds will be in that position. Here's Dick Williams on the Reds pregame show yesterday about the internal search and how they're going to look at external candidates. We started on the road trip uh, this past week in Miami, uh, sat down with uh, Pat Kelly, our bench coach, uh, Fred, Freddie Benavidez, our first base coach, and uh, Billy Hatcher, our third base coach, three guys that have been with the organization a long time, um, all of which have uh, managerial capabilities. And we had some very nice, uh, insightful interviews with those three. That kind of kicked off the process. Soon after the end of the season, we'll, we'll meet with Jim Riggleman, and then uh, we'll be- begin talking to external candidates. And John Farrell, one of the internal candidates as well, he will get an interview? Yeah, John's been with us uh, really for this season. Um, he was still under contract to the, to the Red Sox for the final year of his managerial contract. But once they let him go, we took, brought him on as a pro scout. He's been a consultant primarily focused on our pitching in the minor leagues. Um, he's in town right now. He's been doing uh, a lot of scouting for us. He's, he's participating in our pro scouting meetings, discussing free agents and, and trade candidates, and um, we will be interviewing John shortly. So there's Red General, or President of Baseball Operations, Dick Williams. I was going to say General Manager, but that's now Nick Kroll. Um, look, I think it's very simple. Barry Larkin is telling you how exactly how he feels about this organization right now. They're not close. They're not close. So why bring in 
a Joe Girard. Why bring anyone like that in unless they're really excited about adding some losses on that win-loss record? Why would you do that? So to, to me, if you're not close, what are you going to do? You're probably going to cheat, uh, keep Jim Riggleman. Up next on the Locked on Reds podcast, you're going to hear Marty Brenneman's thoughts on Jim and the potential of him keeping the job next season. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked on Reds podcast. Reds Royals tonight, 640 at Great American Ballpark. There are cheap seats available. If you go on Vivid Seats, use promo code Locked On. You could get some diamond seats and get 20 bucks off and save a ton of money right now. I, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, they are cheap right now if you're looking to go to a Reds game the final couple games of the season. The 66 and 92 Reds looking at candidates right now for the, the permanent manager job. Marty Brenneman appeared on 700 WLW earlier today and says that, well, he's a fan of Jim Riggleman getting the gig. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. I think he's instilled a level of dip, discipline on this club uh, that we have not seen in this organization since Davey Johnson managed mm. back in the mid-'90s. Uh, he's not been afraid to get in the faces of players and express his opinion about what they are not doing correctly. Um, I, but I don't. I, may, I think the way this club is limping to the finish line, so to speak, is not helping him any. That's Marty Brenneman on Jim Riggleman. I agree, and I don't think anyone's really high on him. But if, if the plan is, and I think it really should be, remember at the All-Star break when I said take a deep breath, they're still far away, that you're going to have to take the long view here. I still think they're in that spot. I really like their infield. I think their outfield has potential, but their starting pitching is so bad. To be really like even remotely competitive next year, you're going to have to add probably two starting pitchers. And even then, are they really going to compete with the Cubs and the Brewers? Or are they just going to be right where the Pittsburgh Pirates are? I mean, remember, the Pirates at the deadline acquired Chris Archer. They kind of went for it. They're fourth in the, in the division. Fourth. All four teams ahead of the Reds above 500. I don't know, man. And, and neither does Marty Brenneman. Here's Marty Brenneman on the pitching issues and how they could address them this offseason. This has almost been a lost season as far as the young pitchers on this staff are concerned. They are no closer today than they were one year ago today in determining whether or not this crop of young pitchers that we've watched all year long are truly going to be productive major league pitchers. We got all excited, and I was included, uh, with Castillo and Malley last September when they really pitched well. Once again, it proves that September doesn't mean yeah. a damn nothing. It, it means absolutely nothing when you wipe the slate clean and begin a new season in spring training the following February. Uh, I think Castillo is the mortal lock. Uh, he's finishing strong. He's had a great September. Um, I think he's going to be a big-time pitcher. But they have to go out and sign one or two veteran pitchers. And, and that, to me, is going to be the challenge to help turn this franchise around to some extent in in um, in 2019. To me, it's two. And you've heard me talk about it here on the Locked on Reds podcast. I think it has to be two pitchers minimum that this Reds team brings in. It's just if, if you bring in, let's say you brought in two starters that you thought were going to start. You have those two. Luis Castillo, Anthony DiScalfani, and then the Mallies and Romanos of the world and Cody Reeds and all these other guys are competing for that final spot. I don't think it should be Matt Harvey, by the way. I do not, do not, do not think it should be Matt Harvey. It'd be interesting to th- see how things play out, but 
and though I'll have more on this tomorrow on the podcast, I'll talk more about Barry Larkin. But to me, that my instant reaction was, yeah, why would he want to do this to himself? Why would he want to do that? And that to me is the biggest takeaway. I'll elaborate on that tomorrow. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Off-season coverage, we're going to have a ton of it on Locked on Reds. I got to be, we're going to have a ton of it. I, I got to be, I know for a fact this season's took a toll on you. I get it. But this off-season, we're going to hit the ground running because I do think the Reds are going to make moves, obviously, at manager. I think the Reds are going to sign players. And they're going to try to go after it. For better or worse, I, I get that feeling. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm James Rapine, back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening today on the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.